and Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. I am your host, Miss Mika Nicole, and we have Miss Gigi. Girl, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I listen to that voice, honey. She is just all in, girl. You trying to make people drop their drawers over this day going AMA? <laughs> well, you know what? I say, you know, I need to start talking more in my radio voice. I have not been doing that as much. I used to do it all the time, but yes, I'm bringing my radio voice back, girl. <laughs> I had a, a person that used to listen to my shows in the past. She still calls me this, but she called me at the time, The Voice. The That's voice. what she called me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what is that now? Yeah, girl, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness, how have you been this week? It's been, I feel like it's been a month and, and Sundays. That's what they say. A month of Sundays since mm-hmm. I've seen you just because it's been such a long week on my end. Yes, most definitely a long week. Oh my gosh, you're right. I feel like the week <laughs> was so long back. Like, I know. I know it's been crazy uh we've all got a lot going on and it just seems like even when I talk to not just you but other friends and just reading people's Facebook posts and Instagram posts it's just like everyone has something going on right Mm -hmm. now and I'm like is Mercury in retrograde right now like (laughs) what is going on I have no idea I have no idea I know we (laughs) Are going into fall, and I know this is when it starts getting darker earlier, and all oh my stuff goodness. going. And then you know, people start going down when you get closer to the holidays. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's so, just so sad. So yeah. Sad. Well, tonight, everyone, we are discussing how much of our sexual past should we share with our current lovers mm-hmm. should we share anything i'm on this board it's called baby center right and they have all these different types of boards you could join and so i'm on one that's like a marriage and relationship board and they ask it they write and ask for advice and all that mm-hmm. and then a lot of the times sometimes it has to do with sexuality sexual past and stuff and they're like your sexual past is nobody's business that's your past and that's your health you don't have to tell anyone mm-hmm. anything so I thought this would be a great topic to discuss because I do think there are some things we may need to share. And yeah. then there are other things that we shouldn't even talk about. So right. we're going to talk about that tonight. But let's start off with our juicy topic of the night. Mm. Now, y'all, I'm not prepared for this, right? Because Gigi just sent me this out the blue. <laughs> like, girl, you should have visited this before I had time to digest, child. <laughs> But so this customer wrote on TikTok, y'all. She was uh getting her tattoo, and it has now over nine million views, thirteen thousand comments. This lady says, basically, she was getting a tattoo, and the tattoo artist went down on her. <laughs> Oral sex, y'all, full blown, giving her head mm-hmm. in the middle of doing her tattoo, and this heifer say she liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
She sure did. She said she liked it. She said that it was consensual. She said that the sexual encounter was consensual. So I know what people do. People like to write stuff and post things on TikTok to get mm-hmm. the reaction, to get the comments, and to, to go viral. Right. So it probably was consensual. She probably, you know, her and the tattoo guy probably been having sex. And he probably did go down on her and she knew he was going down on her. It could have been consensual, but the way she wrote it made it sound like what a lot of people in her comments were saying, that she was being assaulted. And Mm -hmm. she ended up deleting the, she took it down because she said she didn't want him to get into any trouble. But that's why I think, you know, in the grand scheme of things is that you want to be careful of how you write in things or posting things. I understand we love to go viral. We we just in this age now where social media is just it. But don't make up shit just to go viral, especially right. things like this. Because if you're getting a tattoo and someone really does go down on you without your permission, that is sexual assault. And I don't care how much you like mm-hmm. it. At the end of the day, they have sexually assaulted you because they did something to you without your permission. And that's nothing to joke about. And it sounds like she was saying it in that cavalier way, maybe being funny. Yeah. yeah. But clarify it was consensual after the fact when people was like, hold up, hold up. No, that's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't play about things like that, guys. It's not funny because there are really people out here who go through who have that. been assaulted, especially in these vulnerable positions with doctors. Doc- mm-hmm. And tattoo artists, obviously. I'm sure some people have experienced this. But, uh, you know, some people were in the comments like, oh, that's my fantasy. I'm mm-hmm. like, chill. That is not, e- that should not be a fantasy of yours unless y'all are role playing it. And that's fine. Role play all you want to. But, it shouldn't be a fantasy of yours that someone just sexually assaults you. Yeah. And the fact that that was actually her, the caption, fantasy fulfilled. I don't know why you would think that that would be something that's a fantasy fulfilled, but. Just that's with, why I, I think she was just being, she was joking. joking. Mm-hmm. But it came off wrong. And then she's like, oh, hold on, let me backtrack before I get this man in trouble. Mm-hmm. And have him arrested for something. You know, that's why you be careful the things you say. Yeah, most definitely. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking then, I, for me, as soon as I read that, I was like, I did not take that as something like, ooh, you know, where they say, oh, I'm going to go get a massage with a happy ending type thing. You know, when you walk into yeah, those, you know, that's yeah, what, you know what, what you're going to do. I'm yeah. definitely not expecting nobody to be doing nothing like that to me at no damn tattoo bar. I know that's right. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> All right, girl. But yeah. what's your political topic of the day, girl? Let's move on from her. Uh, so, politically. So, you know, oh my gosh, y'all. Let me tell you. Florida gets on... Look, I'll take off my glasses. Florida gets on my last nerve. That damn DeSantis down there done lost his ever-loving mind. So, he now has this whole... You know, because he's government. He has a different type of, instead of the regular police, he has the governor police that uh, work right underneath him. Mm. And he has them going around arresting people for voter fraud. So let me explain this to you. 
when you register to vote, right? Sometimes you go to register, you can either do it online freely or you can go when you're doing getting your registering your car or whatever, you know, they say you want to register to vote. Now, when you register to vote, your your form goes to voter commission and then they make sure that there's no felonies or anything that would hear you, deter you from being able to vote. So these people in Florida, a couple of years back, they removed it. So now people that have been arrested in the past, as long as they are all their restitutions financially have been met and they have did all of their time, they can now vote. Right. Oh, but this man here, he going to be slick. And then now these people that have done what they thought was doing the right thing. And now he got these people going, they arrest this black woman standing there at her car black man in his driveway and then they're like for what oh for you you apparent and what's so funny is that the damn cops don't even know what the hell they was arresting them for uh, yeah because they're only telling them voter fraud they're like voter fraud i ain't commit no fraud like what fraud did i commit and so now you know judges are dismissing some of these cases but you shouldn't even have to go through that yeah because really what the um, discrepancy is and they're, mm. it, it, what they're saying, the discrepancy is that if you have been convicted of murder, then you're not supposed to be able to vote. And and I'm like, well, in that case, then that should have been caught right. at the level of them registering to vote. Exactly. So the it's point. like, if you didn't sit up there and catch them at that level, how would they know? How is that their fault? Because like the, that's one of the ladies that was arrested. That's what she said. She said, like, how was I supposed to know? I registered to vote and I went and voted. Like, voted I didn't guys. do anything unusual. <laughs> so right. what fraud are you talking means, about? It, fraud means with the intent. They know none of these people were in any intent to do anything fraudulent. They did what they were supposed to exactly. do to, to vote. So that's why the judges are throwing this out. But again, this is this is the nonsense of yeah. these freaking people. Yeah. And that damn DeSantis, I'm telling you, I just can't. Uh, oh, anyway, uh, I know y'all had early voting. In Georgia, we did have early started. voting. Yes, had already and started. They, they've already started early voting, and I'm going next week. I think, girl, when is the official voting? Because that's when I'm going. Because I didn't make it to early voting, but I'm definitely going. And, and let me tell you the problem with my thing. Fourteen it's days that, from now, sure. Huh? Not this Tuesday coming next. Next Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, that's the one that I'm going to. I'm definitely going to go vote, but. They got on my status. So I always check my voter registration status. Yes, I was going to talk in, about that. Mm-hmm. It says inactive. And I want y'all to know if it says inactive, it does not mean you cannot vote. Actually, you can still vote. And that is how it's going to move you back to your active status. What I feel is happening is it will show inactive because they're on the way of pulling you Pur- off the yeah, purge. purging. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're on the way of purging you. So... And they say that they do that because if you haven't voted in two years, I think two mm-hmm. election yeah. cycles. Yes. But I'm like, hold up. I voted in two election cycles. I voted when it was time to vote for Biden. So yep. I know I voted two election cycles ago because he was ju- he's just been in office two years. Right. Am I wrong? No, you're wrong. Yeah. You still have the midterms from. I know. But they said if you miss two election cycles. I did not miss two elections. I haven't missed two. I haven't missed two. At least I don't think I missed two. 
Why? No. If no, I bought it for with Biden, mm-hmm. and then did it have some more after that? It could have been the mid midterm. Maybe I did miss two. I don't know, but I feel like it's a ruse to oh, get me to think that I can't vote. But I did Google, and they said, <laughs> stuck on Google. She said, I did Google. <laughs> I did Google, Henny, and I trust me some Google sometimes. But it did say one way to get back on the active status is to just vote. So I will be voting. I was planning to vote anyway, but I know it can deter people when they see that inactive status, and they're like, oh, I guess I can't vote. And that's just another way to stop people from voting, y'all. Oh, yes. And they don't tell you that. It, and it doesn't say anything about getting back on the voter, you know, to get back on the active status. It doesn't say, oh, you could do this, you could do that. It don't even tell you how. It just says inactive. I checked mine as well. And what I found, I almost got pissed because when I checked Jaji's, hers was fine. And I tried to do mine twice and it wouldn't come up. I was like, mm. so that's okay. Let me put my middle initial in. And when I did that, it did come up and it showed active. But let me tell you something. What they also are doing is they're changing your race, right? I heard a lot of people call in on the Yes, a lot of people were calling in on radio saying that when they checked, there was saying white. And this one lady went down, changed hers, checked it again a week later, and it said white. It still said white. What in the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm telling you, they just do some stuff, honey. You got to watch these people. Got to watch them. Well, please, please, voter registration. I think there's only a few states that up till this Tuesday will be the end. And please get out and vote. Please, if you have early voting in your state, please get out and vote. We When uh, we do our show next week, I will definitely have a little bit more information for dirt for states because we need to turn. Yes, up we out. got to. And y'all, especially in Georgia, please, because I'm, you know, yes. I'm rooting for Stacey Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm we rooting for her. Yes. And one of the other states is very important. You have Georgia and Michigan. Michigan is another state that is very, very important that people ain't thinking about because they are already set. That if they get in places of governorship, they will be revoking anything that is not Republican. So I'm telling you people, this are the games that these people are playing. We need you to show up. This is our life. This is this one. This one for real is life or death. And you know what? People don't put a lot of emphasis on these elections, mm-hmm. the governor, the Senate and all that. Mm-hmm. They mainly just focus on the president, but we got to focus on the local levels too. That's right. We, we got to focus on this local because if we don't, I mean, oh my goodness. I mean, the school elections are crazy. Are, the school elections are very important very because important. look at what they're doing right now. Removing certain books out of the schools, removing certain books out of the libraries. They are trying to say that now if you are a gay or lesbian teacher, you're not allowed to put any pictures of your spouses anywhere for anybody to see. They are taking control. And the only way that we can have a voice is if we vote. That's true. That's true. Okay, we're not going to belabor the point. That's but it. we know we're going to vote. <laughs> okay, so y'all, let's talk about sharing our sexuality. See, I feel like this is me. I think because Chase and I have a very similar sexual past, mm-hmm. it's okay for us. We 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 good. We share. We talk. <laughs> we okay. We can laugh. We can move on with life. 
Mm-hmm. But when people don't, I think like we get too curious about our partner's sexual history. I really don't care. I, I don't really care ask. Either. I have never really asked, well, how many people have you slept with? And why do you sleep with so many people? And I don't really care. No, me <laughs> like, either. To me, it doesn't bother me. As long as we have taken our STD test and we are both clean while we're coming together and there are no exes lingering around, you know, of course, none of that type of mm-hmm. stuff. I don't care. You know, what you did in your past has nothing to do with me in that sense, in the sense of how many sexual partners, how good the sex was and all this other kind of stuff. What he had, where you had sex at. I don't care how many places you had sex or where you had sex at. Now, sometimes I may want to just listen to the story. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm a little freaky dicky sometimes. I don't mind listening to you tell me, hey, yeah, I had sex in the movie theater one day. You go, oh my gosh, what happened? (laughs) But I'm not asking for comparative purposes. I'm not trying to compare your sexual past or my sexual past. I'm not trying to compare your experience with my experience. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I really don't care. I feel the same exact way. I'm not a jealous hearted person. And I really don't need to know what you've done. And I would hope that you wouldn't be wanting to know what I've done. And most people can't handle it anyway. Right. Men definitely cannot handle a woman's sexual past. I'm like, why do y'all even be asking? Girl, you know they can't. They They can't. I always think they were the only one up in there. (laughs) Girl, right. Like, you know, we done had sex with other people. What you talking about? Especially in our big ages. 40 and 50 and 60, 70, you know, who cares at this point? <laughs> right. Nah, don't bother me now. Okay. So why do you think that people are so interested in the sexual history of, of their partners? Because they know me as hell. <laughs> yeah, you right. It's just curiosity. Girl, what was that poem you were telling me about? Because uh, I want Yeah, I, I like this. Okay, so this poem here is so cute. And it's so it says. One who is too curious in observing the labor of bees will often be stung for his curiosity. That was my Oh, I like that. I like that one too. Mm -hmm. Because you're right. Like you're so curious. And then you want to know so much. And then when it tell when somebody tells you, then you like Uh uh-huh, you choking (laughs) over there. And you know what, men get in, men and I'm not even just going to say men, current partners get intimidated mm-hmm. when they hear like, well, you may have done this or you've done that or mm-hmm. you experienced this sexually. Now they're feeling like, oh gosh, now I'm not good enough. Or what if, what if I didn't do, or what if I know? And, and, and I'm like, chill. But you know, you know what, okay. you, I, have you ever, like I watched in movies or TVs or whatever. And you always see the the ex and the new one, they somehow end up having some kind of quabble, right? Mm-hmm. Quabble going back and forth. And how is it that always comes? Oh, because you know, I know how to take care of her. Like, why is that always the thing that comes? Girl, is that or it be the, the person they cheating with saying the same thing? Well, you, you just weren't doing it right. Like, trying to compare yourself because you know what ways. it's gonna always be different you can mm-hmm. get with somebody let's say like you know maybe you've been with a bunch of men that were well endowed in the past this man may not be well endowed your current lover may not be well endowed but because mm-hmm. y'all have real passion genuine love for each other 
mm-hmm. that may be the best sex right. that you've had. So mm-hmm. we can't compare penis size. We can't compare how it's done, when it's... You can't compare those things because feelings make the difference sure on how... On what that experience is going to be like for you. So, mm-hmm. okay. So some things that I feel we should share, we should definitely share any history regarding fertility. Yes. I think that's important. And that's, and, and I feel that's important because there are uh, some situations where I've seen actually, yeah, that I've seen where men did not disclose that they were, they've had a vasectomy or that they are sterile. Mm-hmm. And the woman is thinking, oh, I'm getting, you know, in a relationship with this man. I'm getting married. We're married. And why are we not getting pregnant? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they find out because now, of course, this woman is going to pursue it, goes mm-hmm. to, the, you know, go to a fertility specialist and find out then and there that their husband is sterile or their husband has had a vasectomy. And it's like, why huh. didn't you tell her that in the beginning? So she has the choice. So be with you or not, because if she wants kids, she needs to know. The same goes for a man. If you're getting with a man and you know that you've had fertility issues in the Mm -hmm. past, or you've had, I was watching this movie. It was a really good movie too, but I was watching the movie and in the movie, she knew she couldn't have kids, but she was really falling in love with this guy. And he told her how he wanted kids and all this stuff. And so... She just thought, she was like, well, I, I can't give you kiss. I can't this, you know. It was real dramatic, Cheryl. But she, <laughs> she, dramatic. she told the girl, it was so dramatic. But she told him. And then she ended up breaking up with him. And she would not talk to him. She avoided him, even though she was missing him. Anyway, long story short, they ended up communicating again. And he said, listen, okay, you can't have kids naturally. There are still so many options. There's adoption. Mm-hmm. There is this, you know, foster care. Like we could do a surrogate, whatever. There are ways that we can still have a child. And I don't want you to think that I'm going to, that I don't want to be with you just because of that reason. And I'm like, man, she stepped up. She stepped up and told him. And that gave, even though she made a choice for him technically by breaking up with him, but still I'm just saying, at least she did tell him so that he could be fully aware right of the choices he's making and get in the relationship type of relationship he's getting into so i wanted to say that it's really sad that people will feel that they can't share something that important with someone that they're thinking they're moving into a, a long-term relationship with. But then maybe the other part of that is they're not sure if they're going to move into a long-term relationship with them. So maybe that's why they, and then once you're in the relationship for so long, you're like, damn, I've already, you know, maybe I should have told them this months ago. So then the fear yeah. sets in. And so then you don't say nothing until. But that's why I'm a big fan of, I think before you take it to that next level, because mm-hmm. we already know when that next level is coming. The next level don't just come, in my opinion. It doesn't just, let me say it. Correct. I English. Don't. The next level doesn't just come. I mean, you know when somebody's asking you to move in with them. You know when somebody is, is telling you how much you love. You know <laughs> when someone is falling deeper in love with you because they're telling you that. They're, they're spending more time with you. They're doing this. They're doing those things. Mm-hmm. So that time when you need to have these serious conversations because I don't feel like you should have them right in the beginning because you don't know what's going on right you don't know that is not the time 
But when you see that this relationship is moving to the next level and you know your feelings are deepening for this person, you see their feelings are deepening for you, you need to have that conversation. And yes, it is fear and it's the stigma. You don't want somebody to reject you that you've fallen in love with. However, you also don't want to be put in a situation where later on you have to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. And now their trust has been tested. It has been broken. And now they're like, oh, okay, well, you lied to me. Mm -hmm. This is something you should have told me a long time ago. So these other two, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Abortion and miscarriages. Are those things we should share? I, you know what? Let me take the, you know what? No. No. Abortion is something we should talk about. I do think miscarriages because miscarriage can be related to infertility, but abortions? Mm-hmm. No. No. I think that's your own private medical history mm-hmm. that shouldn't be discussed. I put that on my list as a question mark, right? And But then when I started talking, I'm like, eh, no. Miscarriages though? Yes. I think that's important because if you get pregnant again with this new lover, this new person, they need to be aware that you've had a miscarriage before and it's a possibility that you may have it again, even though there's always a possibility because we can't predict our bodies, right? Right. However, there are people, unfortunately, that have multiple miscarriages. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they have not identified the reasoning yet, Mm -hmm. then they may continue to have them. And so that person needs to know. Yeah. They need to know so they can can be aware of that. But abortion, nah. Mm. I think sexuality is important for the person to know. Especially if you're a man and you're bisexual and you're Mm -hmm. now dating a woman. I think it's important that they know that woman knows that you're bisexual or that you identify as bisexual. Understand, especially in the black community, there is a big stigma on being a bisexual black male. However, it is important for this woman to know. I feel in my opinion, it's important. What's your thoughts, Gigi? Yes, most definitely. And for that reason, the fact that we have the the STIs, of course, as the number one reason, right? But then the other thing is sometimes when you're in those types of relationships, sometimes people don't let go as easy. And then here you are, this could be your friend. It's not as easy to attest that this could be an ex if it's the same sex, right? And so mm-hmm. now I don't know, and I'm up here thinking that this is just one of your good girlfriends or your good guy friend, and it's more than that. So, yeah, I should know, because then at least maybe I would be like, hmm, maybe paying a little more attention. (laughs) But maybe that's the reason why a person might not do it, because they want to be able to still. And, you know, I get what you're saying, because you're right. Some people may not want to. I was reading this story where the lady was like, her husband is bisexual. She knew he was bisexual in the beginning, but she still has a concern that she may not be enough for him. Mm-hmm. And she made this and she made that. And then it was like, you know what? Are you trying to say he's going to cheat just because he's bisexual? Because that's not true. <laughs> he going to cheat with a man just because he's bisexual. Like, if she was, it was a lot of biphobia in her comment. Mm-hmm. In her, it's the fear her. of not knowing if you can be enough. Because if this person, I guess in, in 
I'm trying to think on the other side of it. If you know someone is attracted to male and female and I'm only one way because I'm not being open enough, right? Because that goes to all of our other conversations that we had about being open to all your sexual desires and not the ones you think that the other person wants to hear. Then if not being fully open, then yeah, then you will have some insecurities because you'll think, well, this person can give them something that I can't. Not that you can't, mm-hmm. but that you're not willing to. But explore. it's the same. But it's the same thing, though. Yeah, I think about it, and it's it's the same thing from the opposite sex. Yes, another woman is. may give him the same the things that you're not willing to explore. Mm-hmm. So it's so many facets to that, which I think we need to do a whole show on that dating a bisexual man and what that looks like, mm-hmm. and you know maybe we'll have a bisexual male guest. Maybe I don't know. But I think that will be a good conversation for us to have. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay. So let's talk about, and then of course, you know, women can say that they bisexual all they want me and don't be can't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bisexual? Oh, we can do a threesome. I have seen in some like shows I've watched where they actually now, I think now they're starting to be more. Um, I agree. Yeah, because they care they, more now because yes. they know now they are feeling a lot more threatened by yes. same-sex female relationships. Yes, they so, are. Well, they yeah, I, I agree with you that now men are caring a little bit more about you mm-hmm. being bisexual. Before um, it was all fun and games, but now they're seeing that women are actually building relationships, and, and they're and they're building relationships, and they're actually building solid relationships it's not oh we're just having sex exactly it's to them they Mm -hmm. see because now lesbian relationships are a little bit more on the forefront and they see that these lesbian women are business owners they are they building families they buying houses they making a life you know Um, now they see it in a different light than just like you said just the fun and games and the sexual aspect of it which is why i'm glad there are shows out there like women in life women in life (laughs) yes like women in life but it was another show oh my gosh did i want to say mention i was gonna say the brat and judy but eh, oh brat and judy eh, no Uh It's other shows out there that shows that there are more to mm-hmm. Women in Life ATL is one of them. So y'all need to go on Tubi TV. That's right. Tubi. And watch Women in the Life ATL. <laughs> okay. I think that might be part of the other reason that the part of this government thing of trying to take women back is because they're seeing that. Yeah. They're, they, so... I think discussing sexual preferences is important. Yeah. Not necessarily because of your past, but discussing it as in, these are things that I've learned about my body, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, that I want to share with you. And these are the things that I like, and I should be able to share those things with you, you know, and that comes from your past, honestly, it does, but it doesn't have to be, oh yeah, when I was with such and such, he did all this or he did that. (laughs) And I really liked it. No, it needs to be more <laughs> Girl, of a conversation. Right. It needs to just be more of a conversation of these are some things that I haven't learned about myself that I really enjoy sexually. And I hope that you're willing to try it with me. If you're not, I understand. And just have that conversation. Am I missing? Oh, the last one I have 
this is my little list, y'all. I wrote down my little list. Last one I have is any risky sexual behaviors that you've engaged in that could put your partner at risk. And I'm saying that because we know that some STDs, especially if you're like, say, for instance, three months ago, you was up here being double penetrated by two oh, men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're having sex with another man. That needs to be discussed, right. you know, like, hey, there is something or if you're not going to discuss it, that's fine. As long as you have been tested sexually or you've waited the appropriate amount of time mm-hmm. and you've waited the appropriate amount of time between those sexual experiences and with your new sexual experience that you are clear of an STD, basically, because that's what I mean. It's like, okay. you know, you engage in and sleep with this man, that man, prostitution, doing this, doing that. Now you no longer prostitute, but it's only been three months. You need to make sure you've had your STD test, mm-hmm. you know, that you're not pregnant, all these kind of things that so it doesn't affect the your next partner sexually. That's right. that's what I'm meaning by it, risky sexual behaviors. Okay. It was one thing that you said that I wanted us to, uh, to bring up. Oh. HIV and herpes, mm. genital herpes. No one talks about cold sores, which is also a form of herpes. But yeah. I'm just saying, y'all mm-hmm. be acting like her, the cold sores. That ain't herpes, not, right? That ain't herpes, honey. That's, that's herpes too. Yes, but I'm going to mention genital herpes. I think that's something you should tell your partner. You Most know, you definitely. should definitely talk to your partner about and let them know, hey, yeah, I, you know, I got genital herpes. I mean, you got to talk about it, HSV2, and let them know because that is something that can affect your sexual life, but it also can affect if you're pregnant and you have a child yes, and you have an outbreak and that baby comes through that birth canal, they can get HSV2 in their eyes and um, they can be very devastating. So you just definitely want to talk about that. And of course, the same thing with HIV. So I'm not going to belabor those, but y'all know what I mean. Belabor. Mm-hmm. That's my new word, y'all. Belabor. <laughs> I've been saying that word all week. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, you was going to say children. So we were talking about how some people who have kids that may not be in their custody, maybe mm-hmm. they're in foster care or maybe they're in, in a grandparent's custody, mm-hmm. or aunt's custody, whatever, they will not tell their partner their new partner that they have children yeah mm-hmm. i think that's something that needs to be told even if your kids were taken away from you or even if someone else has custody of them that's important for them to know because that's a part of you yeah and you know what i mean look remember the lady who killed her kids when she started dating that guy because she didn't want him knowing you remember cool, that? girl that was way back when you don't remember that story I think she drowned them. Oh, you're talking about, and she said a black guy kidnapped her children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because she he, was no, ba- he he knew he she had kids actually later but, on, right? And then she was like, oh, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, so what's well? I want to say the story, girl. You know, I'm research for that. But anyway, so he knew she had kids, but the problem was he wanted supposedly. I think he wanted to get married. And he told her he wasn't going to marry her with kids. Mm-hmm. And instead, I don't know why she just didn't get the kids to her dad, to the dad. She um, up her, 
right. Why are you going to go and drown your children? Drown them. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. And I've been reading so many stories lately. Speaking of that, so many stories lately, which I think we need to do a show on, where these women have been abusing or killing their children because of the new boyfriend in that similar situation. But they get into a relationship with the man and they end up, maybe they've been neglectful before, but they probably hadn't been abusive. But mm-hmm. now they're abusive to the children or, or the abuse has worsened because of the man they're with. And it ends up leading to either the child's death or extreme like these two kids were two twin boys. No, I think it was a boy and a girl were out. I think, I think this happened in, I can't remember the state it happened, but they went door to door in the middle of the night looking for help because their mom had them chained up, handcuffed up in a laundry room. Oh, I can't. Gosh, y'all, I can't. Craziness. I will have to tell y'all this story when we do a segment on this, but I think it's important for us to talk about how some women allow the influence of a man to dictate how they're going to treat their kids or how they're going to, yeah, basically how they're going to treat their kids. It's just crazy to me. Every time I read a story, see something, it's just, my mouth is always wide open. I just don't understand. And I was watching something, I don't remember what I was watching, and the lady said, we have plenty of moms. We don't have many mothers. And people really don't know that there's a difference. There's a it big a difference. difference. Just like it's the difference between dad and father. Dad fathers. Mm-hmm, that's right. That's a big, big difference. Because to be a mother, it, it takes patience. It takes gentleness. It takes kindness. It takes love. It takes so commitment much more and, commitment. And sacrifice. Sacrifice. I'm telling you, I feel it every day. I feel it every day and I do my best every day to give my daughter everything that she needs mm-hmm. every single day, no matter how tired I am, no matter how frustrated, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. So what are some things we shouldn't tell about <laughs> our sexual history? I think one, what we already know, one to me, is nobody's business how many people I've been sleeping with. Girl, that is so true. It's none of your business. If Ooh. I've got two hands in my both my feet and my girl good girlfriends too, that's my business. <laughs> right. If I slept with a hundred men, a hundred people, period, that is none of your business. Um, and I tell people all the time, <laughs> you better just stick with your number, your five. Three, three to five people and call it a day sometimes you gotta fib a little because it, these folks can't handle it anyway either fib a little or don't tell or at don't all. or don't talk about it at all you know this lady in here she was like oh i always give the, the same number 30 i was like that'd be 30 <laughs> but you know i ain't judging you girl because but I would have said something a lot lower than that, girl. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep the number thirty, man. Yeah. I, I ain't judging you. You sleep behind me, right? But you ain't finna know I slept with that, that many people. Cause <laughs> men can't handle it. They just cannot handle it. Girl, they can tell can you I've been with a thousand women because they think mm-hmm. for them that's another notch on their belt. Yeah, but for the hit a woman, oh no, let a woman say she done had a thousand men, right? 
girl, they're gonna be like, What a thousand? You had a thousand men up in your pussy, right? Instead of saying, Well, a thousand, a thousand women, you'd have had your dick in a thousand women pussy, they don't see it that way. I want to see, I think it's worse. I think it's, I don't know what's worse shit. They both kind of sound <laughs> bad when you think about it. Cause you think about a man sticking that, that one tool and all them different holes. <laughs> but then you think about this one hole getting all these different tools. <laughs> You're like, oh Lord, it is a lie. Either way, it's too much. <laughs> So ladies, three to five, those are your magic numbers. Stick with yeah, it. It ain't their business no more. Either don't tell them nothing. Tell them, you know, hey, that's not something I like to discuss. I don't care about how many women you slept with. I don't think you need to worry about how many men I slept with. Right. Because whether it's two, two hundred, what it, what difference does it make right now? It doesn't. It does okay. not all. Don't be telling anybody either. And I know I said that incorrectly, but still, don't be telling anybody how good your ex-lover was in the bed. Child, oh. that ain't important. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Why would you do that? Don't do that ever. That, we talking about from the beginning of y'all relationship to after y'all finish. Because, you know, girls be going and telling, girl, he done put it down. It was and then you wonder why the next time you turn around, she with him. <laughs> now, you're right about that, girl, because it's a lot of people will do that. They be like, well, I just want to see it for myself. You say you got you a good man. I was I was just trying to test girl. him out for you. And mm. then, you, girl. girl, I trust my friends, though. I don't think any of my friends going to sleep. With. I don't got that many friends. The few little, <laughs> three little friends that I have, I don't think they're going to sleep with. Chase Chad ain't. <laughs> I got three little friends. They ain't looking at Chase like that. <laughs> they ain't looking at Chase like that. But the other thing is too, you gotta trust your partner. Mm-hmm. You got that's to. True. That's who I was talking to this. To, uh, talking about that to somebody else. I know we done kind of veered off a little bit, ladies, but I do want to say this: you gotta trust who you're with mm-hmm. first and foremost, because that's the one that's obligated to you. They should be able to resist anybody that comes up to them, friend, stranger, whoever. They should be able to resist that person. And if they're not able to resist that person, they're the problem. The other person's problem too, but they they definitely the problem. Let their ass go because you can let that friend go. They're going to go on and sleep with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yes, don't tell your new partner how good your ex was or how good the sex you had with this person that person <laughs> in your past it's just not important <laughs> that puts all of these fantasies up in their head and then they think oh my god they was hanging around oh they probably was hanging from the daggone pole like Mimi Foss in the shower yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I can imagine <laughs> People dating folks, right? People like folks that have all their little sexual stuff all in public now. Like, oh, you can't expect me to be hanging you from that bathroom shower stall like you was with. Uh huh. Right. Like that guy Mimi was with, child. Um, <laughs> it says another one is how sexually good you were with other partners. I don't think that's necessary for your, your new partner to know. They don't need to know how good the sex was, how good you 
were sexually with them because some people do that they be like yeah i i could well, you know when i was with him i could ride it girl oh I my gosh somebody would actually say that, that. Yeah. they do i could do That's- this i didn't feel any inhibitions with him but with you i feel this i don't think that's important what you mm-hmm. should be telling your partner is, hey, babe, you know, for some reason, I'm a little bit more shy sexually with you, or I don't feel mm-hmm. I could be as sexually free. And I want us to talk about that. I want us to work through that. You could talk about that. You don't have to talk about how sexually free you were with your past, right? you know, or how comfortable they made you feel in bed or whatever. You don't have to talk about that. You need to focus on what's going on now. Do you think that people do that just to them some kind of just to poke them and stem some jealousy up in there yeah maybe it's a little jealousy or or because they're feeling resentful and they haven't expressed themselves fully so they've been holding it in it's like but i didn't have to go through this like when i was with my ex don't do things like that just yeah don't be passive aggressive just be upfront and honest from the beginning mm-hmm. another one past behavior that doesn't reflect who you are now I'm a big believer in that. If you was a hoe back in the day, honey, don't nobody know you was a hoe. <laughs> Only one that knows is you, right? You would keep that to yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's That's 20 right. years later, honey. Don't nobody care that you was a hoe at 19. That's you right. You better, that. you better flip that saying, can't make a hoe a housewife, because you sure can you be can. somebody's housewife. <laughs> you can be somebody's housewife. Don't nobody need to know that. If that's not who you are today, if that's mm-hmm. not what you're doing today, if you used to prostitute and you're not doing it today, I don't think that's necessary to talk about. No, it's not. Now, again, I ain't, talking about, I ain't talking about something that happened like two or three months ago. <laughs> that may be important to talk about, but I'm talking about this happened 10, 15 years ago. Leave it alone, child. That's 10, 15 years ago. It can stay right there. No reference to penis size. You don't need to be talking about how big Ooh, or how wet she was. She was. <laughs> nobody need to know that. Don't nobody care. Okay, the last. Don't nobody care. We need to work on what we got here. Okay, do my coochie need to be a little wetter? Just tell me. I don't need you to tell me that the other person was wetter than me. I don't even know that. Right. Well, how about whatever you was doing to get them there? You need to do it over here. <laughs> exactly. See, try to figure out what I like to get me wet too. Get me just as wet. Okay. The last one is saying, I've never had a problem having an orgasm before. Oh, God. And oh my work. gosh, I had a girl that did that. Ooh. I was like, girl, why'd you tell her that? Mm. Why did you say? Well, I'm just saying. I never had. I I've always been able to get off mm. with all anybody else. This is the first time I've never been able to get off with him. Mm. And you saying this all in front of him? I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. We need to figure out what the issue is. <laughs> you so silly, girl. Oh God. No. <laughs> no, 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 girl. That's exactly why I said like, no, 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 no. Yes, because I'm like, you know, you know better. Exactly. Like that ham. Right. You know better than that. Don't Ooh. do that. Because you won't want him saying that about some woman to you. That's belittling. 
Now, yeah, I, it, it was belittling. Child. Like, I was like, I wouldn't say men need as a woman and going on find somebody that's going to appreciate the little skills you do have. Right. How do you think that this man is going to get any better with you bringing him down? Exactly. Mm, mm, Don't mm. do that. Let's work on the issue. Mm. If you're feeling like you're not having an orgasm with your current partner, talk about it. Say, hey, babe, you know, when you lick me here, it doesn't, it, it feels really good, but you stop too soon. I need you to look a little longer. Or I need you to look a little soft. I need you to suck a little harder or mm-hmm. whatever. Be honest. I, or you stroke too fast. You jackhammering me. I don't want you to jackhammer me. I want to be made love to. Whatever. Talk to your partner. Or get on top and take some control yourself. Oh, get on top, Chad. Get on top. You can rest. You can handle you can all that yourself. Sit here on the top of the face and handle go Girl, you better speak it, girl. <laughs> anyway, y'all, I hope y'all learned something tonight. We have fun. We hope y'all have fun listening to us. <laughs> I hope y'all, we, do, we do hope y'all had a good time. I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. It's been good. Of course, we touched on some very serious things. And of course, some things that aren't as serious, but still necessary. So I hope y'all got a good little chuckle and then i hope y'all got a good reality check too so i hope y'all have a good night of course we are here every monday night at 9 p.m and this is sex and sensuality the podcast where we speak with your dirty mind thanks i hope y'all have a good night night. no 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 Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.